Hi, I'm Vanessa Lee, registered nurse, top aesthetic injector, and a trusted authority in the world of beauty and skincare. I'm Nurse Janet, aesthetic nursing director at The Things We Do and trainer and mentor to new and future injectors. Welcome to the podcast. Join us as we cover all the things we do for beauty, weird shit included. This episode is sponsored by The Things We Do. Come visit our locations in downtown LA, Venice, and Chino Hills. You can also inquire about appointments and can get a feel of what we do through our IG and TikTok at thethingswedo.co or simply stroll on by the beauty bar and pick up all of your skincare essentials. We want to hear from you. Please send us a DM on our IG at thethingswedo.co with your questions or comments, and we will be choosing a listener to shout out and have their questions answered on upcoming episodes. Hi, Janet. Hi, Vanessa. So here we are. This is so exciting. Season three, episode two of the Things We Do podcast. This episode is called Babies and Business. So in this episode, we'll talk about what's new at the things we do, what's to come, and how we juggle everything as mothers of multiple kids and women who are deeply, deeply invested in the beauty business. Deeply. Okay, so as far as what's new, let's talk about the most exciting thing, I think, is Hawaii. Hawaii, yes. Yeah, so we are opening a new location later this year. Um, in Hawaii. And I'm hesitating because I still, when I say it out loud, I'm like, what is this, a dream? We're going to be heading out there. We have a lot of patients who fly in from Northern California, New York, and Hawaii. And, um, you know, it's one of these places that truly has captured my heart. My father was stationed there. I have been there quite a bit and have spent a lot of time in the islands. I'm an island girl myself. And so I really want to just make sure that we represent our brand well and bring something super special to Hawaii. So we're going to be out there later this year. Um, are you excited about it? Are you kidding me? You know, I applied to I applied to nursing school in Hawaii. Stop it. Yes. HBU? Yes. Oh, my God. I, did you? No, you didn't. You guys, we're discovering things about each other. In our last <laughs> episode, we discussed how... She and I, Janet and I both went to Mount St. Mary's University. We both started working in the hospital, UCLA. I applied to Hawaii Pacific University. I was two weeks before I was supposed to move there after I got accepted. My mom tore up my ticket. This was back before we didn't really have cell phones like that, okay? And we all still had, like, actual tickets to go on a plane. She tore up my ticket, and she was like, you are not going to Hawaii. I found out that you got accepted to Mount St. Mary's. Your ass is staying here in California, and you're going to help me take care of the family. And I was like, I'm supposed to go to Hawaii. And, like, Isn't it weird how life comes full circle? Yeah, This is exactly what I was saying. Yes, I I went to Hawaii when I was 17 years old. We went on a family trip. Is this not? And I fell in love. I fell in love with it. It truly is a magical place. Magical is the best word I can think it of. It is. And the people and the culture, and we really want to give back and make sure that we represent everything well and make sure that it's something special for the community and for our team to be out there to be able to, you know, serve the community in the sense that everyone needs beauty treatments. Everyone mm-hmm. wants beauty treatments. I think um, in doing research and heading out to Hawaii, this has been something that we've been planning for two going on two and a half, maybe almost three years now at this point. Um, and going out there and researching over the past several years and asking what does everyone want out here? What does everyone need? It's assumed that because it's a smaller community and it's a very set population, right? As far as like Los Angeles and you think of these like, you know, larger cities like San Francisco and New York, you have like millions and millions and millions of people coming in and out. And um, it's it's more of a set population. It's a little bit more isolated. And I think that a lot of businesses assume that there's just not 
a big opportunity out there, but I think that there is, and we're going to do it right. So I'm so excited, and that's to come later on this year. Let's talk about some of the new products. Oh, yes. Okay, so since last season, like right, like the last season ended um, April 2020, since then we came out with the new Do and Go Ampules, and we teamed up with Kourtney Kardashian, which was such a funny story. I have, and maybe that'll be for another episode. I don't know, or maybe we should talk about it now. I don't know. So I we ended up now. teaming. Okay, okay, we can talk about it. So we ended up teaming up and making new vegan ampules with for skin brightening for the Do and Go um, ritual set, which is the microneedling stamp that we sell. And we sell that on Poosh now. And that's fantastic. I mean, like, that was something that I never saw coming. Um, that's a total lie. I've tried manifesting this actually for a long time. I was like, one day I'm going to work with Court. This is going to be amazing. I actually, she really loves um, the microneedling set that we have, the original do and go with the hyaluronic acid. And I ended up asking her, you know, like, if you want to work on something together that you feel like is really needed for your skin, I would love to be able to work on a formulation and we can do this together. And she was like, you know what? I would absolutely love that. I would like a vegan um, skin brightening solution um, because she and I both struggle with hyperpigmentation. And we ended up coming up with this formulation for the ampules with tranexamic acid for skin brightening. And she now sells that on Poosh. It's one of our you know, highest retailing, um, products. And then we have, it's also, it's one of our highest retailing products that does really, really well. And it's also so impressive to me that, um, you know, someone who has all of this popularity was just like, yeah, let's just go ahead and do it. I trust you and go for it. But I think at the same time, it's like, no, no, we've been doing this for quite a long time. Like, of, of course she would want to I think because right? it works and it works so well. I've said this about the original Do and Go. Mm-hmm. I purchased it and it was one of my favorite things to use when I was pregnant. So even when my sister was pregnant, that's when the vegan one came out yeah. and she was starting to get hyperpigmentation as well. Yeah. And I was like, well, talk to your doctor first, but it's very mild. It's easy on the skin and yeah. it's, just, it's a good product. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and then we have the new eye gel mask my that favorite. come with the little face boba, right? It's yes. so yummy. Why is it your favorite? It's my favorite because I use it after the do and go. Yeah. And oh I my God, feel, I use it that way I too. I love it because you have all these micro channels open. So the niacinamide really works well to brighten the eyes and you also have the hydration. Um, but the main thing that I feel like a lot of my patients always want to work on or get ahead of is their under eye area. Yeah. So, you know, we're always looking for the next and best product. And I feel like this is this is up there. Yeah, it includes plant collagen. The, I love the ingredient of coconut. Um, I love, you, you know, that's something that I always look for in skincare and also emollients. It's something that I grew up using. Like my mom always told me to use it in coconut oil. There's also the niacinamide in it for skin brightening. And then it's ultra hydrating. And it comes with these tiny little beads, if you will. Like They're bobas. almost like boba beads. We call them like face boba. So they they come with these little kind of ampules, kind of like these, it it truly is like a boba consistency. And it's a serum and that melts in your hands as you massage it into your palms. And then you place that onto the face and then you put on the eye gel mask afterwards. So we have that. It's a whole spa experience. It really is. It's very luxe. Yes. It's very luxe. And then we have the gel bead mask for post procedures and just for like depuffing and cooling the skin. 
We have the high frequency tool, which is new, which we have two heads for clearing acne. And then we have two other heads that you can interchangeably place onto the wand um, that help treat um, rejuvenation. So we have that. And then what's new to come later on this year is our new acupressure tool, which we teamed up with our beloved acupuncturist um, who worked with us previously, acupuncturist Daphne Lim, who I love so much. She's a good friend of mine. And we're launching that tool soon. So we've been up to a lot in the past couple of years. The past three years. A lot has oh, happened. Yeah, Abbot Kinney. Oh my gosh, yes. Our Venice location. I mean, we talked on about Abbot it a Kinney. little we touched on it a tiny yes. bit, but Abbot Kinney is now like it's, our I mean, champion it's, location. It's up and running on the west side on Abbott Kinney in Venice Beach. Um, I work there mostly. It's so sexy there. It's just a beautiful location. You There's coffee places, there's food places, and then like just the whole office, like the energy within it is fun. Yeah. It's We're lightweight. catty corner to Jelena. And we are next to the, we're also catty corner to the matcha spot. Yes. And we, there's so many restaurants. There's so many beautiful people walking by. I love Abbott Kinney. It's so alive there. Yeah, if you guys are in the area, come by, say hi. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, Janet's usually at that location, like she mentioned, and there's just a very bright energy in that place. And it's very, very fun. And the location is gorgeous. So we've got a lot going on. We've got three locations going on four. And um, here we go. We we're, we actually Let's have a it. secret fifth location. <laughs> Sounds crazy. We actually have a secret fifth location that is going to be announced this summer. Um, I'd love for you guys to take a guess on where it is. We're going to be doing a post on social media, and I want you guys to give a shout out on where you think it is. So, yeah, um, we're at three locations. We're going on five at the end of the year. We've got all of these new tools. We're expanding the line, and we're busier than ever. Our patients are wonderful. We're so thankful for each and every one of you. And I have to say, a lot of times you get this a lot too, Jenna. I mean, we talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about things that we're working on and people in the industry and also our patients and really just like friends and family too will be like, how do you do it all? Yeah. How do you do this? What do you usually say? We're <laughs> laughing because we I think we kind of know the answer. When, when I get asked this question, it's so interesting because I feel like I, we do it day in and day out, right, Vanessa? So it's... It's like I don't put too much thought into it, but I was really forced to sit down and think about, like, what do I do? Like, what really works well for me? Um, Aside from the obvious coffee, I'm caffeinated most of the day. I kind of had to find... No, but I think it goes way No, it it does, because coffee wears off. But that's a whole other... I could talk about that for another hour. Because I looked into the research behind coffee, but... (laughs) Because people were telling me it's bad for me. I think you have to have a very specific personality. Yes. I think it starts there first. I think that if you've always been told, and and this is different from just being like, um, you know, an employee or an injector at like a, you know, a type of rented room where you show up a couple days a week and then, you know, you close your schedule. This is like... We're working on skincare. We're creative directing. We're doing our own social content outside of this. Janet has an Etsy storefront that does amazing where she, you know, works on selling calendars for content calendars, content calendars for injectors, which is so valuable and people are obsessed with it. We would do mentoring hours and do these like, you know, big Zoom calls and big bright lives and stuff like that. And it's never ending what we do. And I feel like you have ending. to find the kind of person you are in a sense of like, I figured out I'm a morning person. So I'm the most productive in the morning. So my mornings, I wake up early and I, that's the time where I will typically edit my reels. Oh, That's the time where I edit my reels. 
I'm a night person. You are a night person. Yeah. Yeah, because I get all the emails from you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should after. send at 8 a.m. I don't day. look at them. Don't worry, because I'm in bed by a certain time. But my point is you make the time. And Vanessa's right. It takes a certain kind of person to be able to juggle all of this. Yeah. I feel like you have to have that certain thing within you. But like, I, you've always been told you're as a kid and growing up, like you're so hyper. How, why do you have all this energy? Like I remember my friends telling me in junior yeah. high and high school, like, why do you have so much energy? And I would have no idea what they were talking about. Cause I just thought everyone felt this way. Like you want to do a million things in a day. Yes. And I do know how to relax. I will say that I do relax hard, but, um, I also just love really being busy and I don't think that's for everyone. And that's totally okay because outside of everything that we talked about right like we're discussing all the stuff for work you have two kids at home right yes and two kids who are not you know lackadaisical kids these are active children they want attention how old are they so easton is going to turn five and bryce is going to turn two in like two weeks okay which is crazy that's a lot and then you're juggling everything with work right everything with work um commuting a checklist works really well. Do you have a checklist? Are you a checklist kind of person? Um, I never used to be previous to the business, but now I am a hardcore to-do list person, and I have two calendars. I have one synced with my husband and then yes. one just for work. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I have to do those things to keep on top of everything. But um, you do a lot. I have three kids. I, you know, because the reason why I'm bringing up the family aspect of things is because beyond the kids and beyond the business, you're close with your mom. You're close with your sister. You have to make time for all these relationships. So you have to figure out, you just, how do I put this in the most straightforward way possible? You pretty much have to make time, but at the same time, you have to have time for yourself, right? Like what, what I, what fills my cup is my time with my family. So that kind of falls in line with my time for myself. I have fun going to my mom's house. So on weekends where... That's so sweet. Yeah, on weekends where the kids and I have nothing to do, I take the extra time to, you know, wake up early, do whatever I need to do in the morning. And then when I'm at my mom's house with my sister and my niece and my kids, my time is completely theirs. I try not to be on my phone or else it can get quite overwhelming. And the people around you can feel, you know, like they're second in line when really they should be first in line during those periods of time. Yeah. So right now I have a 10-year-old, my son Kenny, and I have my 7-year-old Penelope, oh and my then gosh. I have my 7 7-month-old. Seven yeah, you're in the thick of it. I'm in the thick of it, and it's been the best ride so far, but you know, this this my baby goes to sleep at a certain time, and thank goodness he's a great sleeper, but he goes to sleep at like 6. And then the house has to be quiet after that, pretty much. Like we, I mean, we don't, we're not silent. He actually can sleep through a lot, but it's got to be calmer. And then my daughter's got competitive dance, which I have no idea how this happened to me, but I'm now a dance mom. Dance mom. And my son has, you know, travel basketball. And right now it's off season for his football team that he was on. But we are constantly doing a lot. And we're constantly doing a lot at work too. And what I find helps so much is just having set times for phone calls and emails and then set time for family. And sometimes that will overlap a tiny bit, but for the most part, I'm notorious for not picking up phone calls and not answering texts if it's family time. Like if it's family time for me, nothing can disturb that because um, growing up, my parents were always working and always busy. And I just remember like wanting their attention so badly and wanting to spend time with them. 
And, you know, it was the 90s when I was growing up. Wait, how much? Did I'm we born, grow up at the same time? I grew up, I was born 92. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're closer in age. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so it was the 90s, so I was left a ho- at home a lot. Oh, so yeah. I really just, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we were all okay. Well, I think we're okay. But I love spending time with the family, and I want to make sure that I'm as present as possible. Work seems endless when you're constantly letting your work time evade your private time. And that can happen very easily when your phone is going off, when your emails are popping up, when you're trying to watch something or when you're finally winding down and you want to get like into a few TikToks and then you think, oh God, I've got to answer this email. So at certain times I don't do work for sure throughout the day. Is that something that you do for yourself? I try to, um, I try to, but sometimes, you know, I just want to like get on and edit something or like I have an idea for a post, but But I- the kids are asleep, right? Yeah, Bryce sleeps early. She's she's in bed by five thirty six, so I'm very oh, lucky. Easton kind of stays up with me. Okay, but we have like our wind down time, so I make sure to like read with him because at daycare one day he wrote that my mom loves her phone. Oh wow! And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh no! Wow, way to call us out, Easton. I know. I was like, that's so rude. But at the same that's time, real. I, I was like, you know what? I said when I'm with him, then I'm gonna read with him. Yeah, that's we a way do, to call. Yeah, he wanted to start praying, so I pray with him at night, Great. and then we have like our wind down time. So whether it's like watching a show together or, you know, reading a book together, we do that. Yeah. But one thing I'm trying to work on, which I don't know if you, I don't know if you do this. Do you delegate? That's all I do. I love delegation. I feel like you, you take a lot on too, though. I do. I feel like you could ask on. for more help. Like I have a problem asking oh, really? for help. Oh, really? What do you want to take from me? I, I, I want to give it to you. I will say <laughs> this. I feel like I'm the queen of delegation. I have no problem being like, excuse me, I need help with this. Please, can you do this for me? Um, I actually really enjoy that. And I think I love relinquishing control for those things because I've seen my mom do it all. Yeah. And the burnout for that is just, I mean, from that is not fun. And I've seen it happen so many times. And I'm always like, why don't you just ask for help? Maybe I can ask for more help, but you know, it's one of those things where I definitely don't feel shamed. I don't feel weird asking for. I enjoy it. (laughs) I feel like I need to delegate more. I think that's the one thing I can work on. Do you feel like you need an assistant? Because I used to have assistants and now I just realize this is what you can take on. And then this is for the team. But as far as like assistant wise I really just used to use that person as like taking photos of me and now I'm just like I don't need that anymore I feel like for me maybe it's more in like my personal life like the day in day outs of like the stuff with the kids yeah I feel like at work I'm pretty like I like to be a little bit more hands-on for now you know yeah I like a lot of times it's like at work we can handle that stuff it's when we get home exactly right I know which sounds crazy at work I feel like I got it all under control yeah and no, then when I get I home, too. especially with the kids, it's like, oh my goodness, like doctors, have, like someone to plan that stuff. Right. Like all the little tasks. Right. Enrolling the kids in school. Yeah. Snack mom. I was a snack mom last week for the first time. Did you have to be a snack mom or did you volunteer? I did not volunteer. Oh, okay. I got called the night before to say that the snack, there is no snack mom for the next day. So then I had to rush to Target to buy... I know there's pressure with these and kids. And that's just that kind of stuff. Do you remember the movie One Fine Day with Michelle Pfeiffer and George Clooney? No. God bless. If you guys remember that movie, it was basically about this tumultuous day that Michelle Pfeiffer, if I'm not mistaken, her character is this like high-powered architect. And she has this huge presentation to make. And her whole firm is counting on her. So she has a presentation to make at a certain time. 
and her kid gets pulled out of school for whatever reason. She has to have her kid at the office. Oh, my gosh. messing everything up. George Clooney's kid also needs to come out for whatever reason. And, of course, they fall in love at the end. I mean, that's, like, best case scenario if you're asking me. (laughs) But I remember that story where she was, like, her kid spilled coffee all over her. And she was, like, and then ruined her entire architect set that she was supposed to present. And she was, like... Okay, and you can't scream at your kid because they're doing their best too, you know? They're just kids. But oftentimes I feel like good old Michelle. I'm like, oh my God, this day is fucking fumbling. But, you know, and at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? This too shall pass and you move on. I truly think that you have to have the mindset. So not only setting specific times for specific things, I think that you have to have a positive mindset and not be able to get overwhelmed very easily because you can get stuck in your thoughts in a second. Like when I'm driving in my car, and we're in Southern California, right? So Janet drives, we're commuters out here. That's just it. And that's just part of the lifestyle out here. So when I'm driving, I can really get in my head about situations and will start thinking, I should have done this. I should have done that. A few years back, well, several years back, I started saying shoulda, coulda, prada. Like, <laughs> like you really could have done those things differently, but whatever. Like, you didn't, and life moves on. And I think that's the beauty of, like, now being in my late 30s. I'm like, I don't give a fuck, whatever. Like, we're going to keep going. And I think as you get older, just, you do that. Yeah. You're kind of just like, whatever. Like the day, I always tell everyone whenever someone is like overwhelmed with their day or would I try to remind myself, this is a day just like any other day. It's going to pass. You get to choose how right. it's going to pass. Like if you're going to be miserable about it. Yeah. Like people always bring up my commuting to me and they're like almost like whining about it for me. Yeah. And they're like, how do you do it? And I'm like, you just, you just do, do it. it. I'm like, you. I just... What I don't do is I don't, you know, make it such a negative thing because it is what you make it. Yeah. So I listen to my podcast. I do all my phone calls. You you also are at this point making your your own schedule. Yes. You get to live a certain type of life. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah, there's beauty to it. There really is. I think that nothing is going to be if you're looking for you know this glamour when it comes to joining joining aesthetics and like having a super busy schedule and being a part of the creative process and and moving up in a company or possibly having your own business and then also having a ton of free time and there's no struggle behind the scenes it's not gonna happen babe like I don't know what to tell you it's Mm -mm. just not that way the truth is the struggle is always happening but you deal with it in a way that it's just like all right, so that's here. Move on, and we'll co- we'll come up with a solution, and then we just keep on trucking, and it is what it is. So, like, you have to have, like, a rebounding process that's a little bit faster, I think, than some other people. I agree. I also think it's important for our kids to see that we don't lose sight of, like, ourselves, you know? Like, Absolutely. I, I think it's so important because, like, we have so much passion for what we do yeah. and how we do it that yeah. it's important for our kids growing up to see, like, okay – mom not that mom's able to do everything even though we are but like look at mom she's so passionate about this project right she's such a go-getter and she's so determined because then like I saw that with my mom and I feel like it instilled it within me yeah so I feel like I I want my kids I knew when when they were younger that I wanted them to see that I wanted them to see like strong mom right you know and that was important to me I think also, but they they see also vulnerable parts. They see all of you, and I think that they appreciate all of that without even knowing how to name those things. Oh, yeah, I I cry in front of Easton. 
Yeah, for sure. I'm, Sometimes I just want him to feel bad for oh, me. I'm, I'm a wreck in front of the kids. The kid, I don't know if my kids will be okay, honestly. <laughs> I cried in front of him several times, and he'll he's so empathetic. And I just tell he's him, so sweet. I just need a minute because yeah. sometimes it's so overwhelming. Yeah. Like the mom, mom, mom. Yeah. And I'm just like, I just need a minute. And yeah. then he'll just give me a hug. Yeah. You know, but I also oh, want okay. him to see like it's important for. To, right. like, let it out however you need to. Working out. We're all just doing our best out here. We're all doing our best. So um, what does... I wanted to ask you. Please. I kind of know, but what does relaxing look like to Vanessa Lee? I have so many ways to relax. I don't think people <laughs> realize, like, I truly relax hard. Like, you do. I do. I can tell. Listen, I when I find a thing that I'm into or just discovered, it becomes my entire personality, and I can't stop talking about it. For like months, so I've recently discovered how to play mahjong. So yes. some some people pronounce it mahjong, but it's like it's almost like gin rummy. It's with tiles. It originated in China. There's a Filipino version as well. But I bought my husband a table for Christmas, and I cannot stop playing. And I now hold nights where just a bunch of gals will be coming over. Mind you, oftentimes I'm the only Asian person playing. Like my all my girlfriends of like all different ethnicities. My Brazilian friend, shout out Julia, hey girl, um, Ricky, Jackie, my black girlfriends. They were all playing mahjong, and to me. It's the hottest shit. So I love to do that. Is that what they play in the Joy Luck Club, the book? I, you know what? I haven't, <gasps> I haven't seen the movie in so long. I never read the book, oh, but no. I'm the pretty sure better. yes. But it's the she's Janet's a book reader, and um, it's the game that's played in Crazy Rich Asians at the end, where yes. she's like, yes. So that's okay. Yep. Yeah. I would have much preferred to know the Joy Luck Club pop culture reference. I think but that's what it is. I'm sure it's probably what it is. Sounds like so it. So that, I relax by watching zombie movies. I love zombie movies and shows. My favorite one that I just wrapped up is We're All Dead. It's a Korean show. Um, I really hate what happened to Hanbin. Um, <laughs> I, you know, two weekends ago, I was taking my metal detector out I was out I in Newport Beach that. I was out there metal detecting I started crocheting again with my daughter we crochet at night together when I tell you that I <laughs> relax when I relax it's like it's all experience I'm doing some relaxation stuff and it has nothing to do with injections it has nothing to do with social media in fact if I had my way and didn't have the business I would never I would never be on any social media platform. I would watch every now and then, but I would never contribute content because it's just not naturally who I am. I'm good at becoming that, but I prefer to just chill and Relax. go with the flow. I'm an air sign, so I'm just like, wherever, whatever, whatever. You have a good relaxing How techniques. do you relax? You work I'm, out. I work out. I'm learning what it is to relax like for me now because my life has changed so much in the sure. past year, sure. but I am now a single homeowner. So for me, I know this sounds so lame, but I love it. I love pruning my roses. That's so sweet. It's so beautiful. And there's, I think also they're very forgiving roses. Yeah, and then sure. there's like little praying mantises on them. And I just hold them and transfer them over. And then it's I deliver roses things, to my man. neighbors. I love it. And then Easton has recently gone into baking. So on TikTok, like my if he'll see me baking. watching TikTok, he'll find a video. But it's like. The, the stuff he picks are very intricate. Mm. It's like these full-blown cakes. And he's like, can we make this? And I'm like, well, you know we what can you try. Here's, here's a remedy for that. You, you should do Tiny Kitchen for him. So oh, my Penelope, gosh. So Penelope, my seven-year-old, she got really, really into baking. The only problem with that 
is that we're wasting eight bags of flour yes. a week. You know what I mean? So I got her a tiny kitchen where you put in like a tiny little teaspoon and that's like three mini cakes already. You know what I mean? And it's so easy and you just use a candle to heat it up. I don't think I can do that with that kid. Oh, Easton's yeah. Easton's so... Easton's different. Oh, he, wants, he wants to he, mix. Yes, he wants to mix. He okay. wants to add the food coloring. Okay. Like he showed me... Um, you know the caramel apples yep. at Disneyland? Yep. And I was like, um, we can try. We can try. So he's a creator. He's so creative. So baking. I do a lot of baking with okay. Easton now. And then working out. I recently got into working out, trying different workouts. I tried Pilates. Now I'm doing like weightlifting. I just like challenging myself. Okay. I really like challenging myself. But other than I that. I don't want to challenge. Yeah, no, I love I, challenge. I want to feel the pain in my muscles. Yeah, that's like a CrossFit mindset, I feel like. And CrossFit people I always talk They're about intense. are the Scientologists of the workout world. Um, and if you're a CrossFit person, I'm not mad at that. I just will never join you because when... I'll <laughs> never do CrossFit. I feel like... Well, no, but you like discomfort, though. Yes, I do. And that's... I do. ...why you have this body that's, and it's wonderful <laughs> i love like bodily like like my muscles like you want to feel it and yes. see the results yes i have zero tolerance for any kind Bless of discomfort you. and i want to be comfortable at all times because my things are going to the beach and looking for treasure and playing tiles you know while yes. i sip tea like an older asian lady and like i like to Crochet, that's so comfy and soft. And I'm you know like out I mean? there mowing the lawn, yeah. hacking back palm You're trees. Out in a thorny bush, yes. playing with praying mantises, which are not known to be lovely. You know, they're so little, sweet though. No, no, I, I get it. They There's try to a fight beauty you. in it, but it's not like yeah. you're out here with puppies and stuff. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. But so, that's those are ways that I relax. Yeah, I love so it. So I think that and here's another, I think, thing to really just put things in perspective. If you look at your week. And write down everything that you do in a week. I think you would be surprised. Everyone would be surprised to look at the fact that we do have relaxation time because you just kind of sublet your time. You compartmentalize things for work. You put things for family and you do your best. And I get at least eight to nine hours of sleep at night. Do you? Absolutely. I go to bed at nine and I wake up at five. Like I love my sleep. I think that if you just dedicate your time to making the most important like the make the most out of your time instead of scrolling on tiktok for two hours yes make sure that you make your content for the first like 30 or 40 minutes and then maybe you reward yourself with scrolling for about 45 minutes and then shut it off like just be done with it you know like do something that you truly are going to look back on life and say that brought me pure enjoyment well i don't know i would argue tiktok does bring me pure enjoyment these days my algorithm is so on it i love it oh my okay before we wrap up let's talk about our algorithms really quickly do you want to know what's online that's why i asked mine is mine is all it's like dating talk like advice Uh, uh about dating Mm -hmm. um and then cooking because of Easton, like cooking and baking, because I watched that with him. Yeah. And then all these tarot tarot card readers that are feeding my delusions day in and day out about <laughs> Venus in Chiron. And I just I've watch them that. and I'm like, yeah, this is happening oh for God, me. And then God. they have me write down affirmations and I love it and I'm here for it. That's yeah. my TikTok. Yeah. My TikTok algorithm. Well, first of all, what I do is I pick up my phone two times a day, at least no less. I'll pick up my phone and hold it very close, the speaker, to my face. And I say, Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal, beauty hacks, cosmetic injector, 
Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal, The Last of Us, which is my favorite zombie show right now. And then I put my phone down and wait for him to show up in my timeline because I have the biggest crush on him. Um, my husband he's actually. He's daddy. He's, yeah, yeah. He said it. Admittedly, yeah. So that's where we are now in our lives. Um, if you guys are wondering how impossible it is to keep up all of this stuff, it's not impossible. I think that if you have a specific type of personality and energy level and you are driven enough and you're excited about these things, you know you can do it also. It's just that it seems like a lot when you're listing things out. But truly, I mean, there are many people out there who are doing as much as us and more than us. And if you're doing less, I love that too. I don't care. But just know whatever it is for you, whatever's right for you is exactly that. Do you have anything else to add? No, that was so well said, honestly. Just, you know, do do what works for you. I think that's the best you know, do what works for you. Like Absolutely. Vanessa said. I think it's, it's never worked out for someone like there have been people in the past who have joined the team and, um, you know, we're overwhelmed with like, I didn't know that you had to talk so much on social media. I didn't know that you had to do all of these trainings. Yes. Like I didn't know that all of this went into, you know, essentially what our positions are like. And then it's overwhelming for them because they've never really, um, enjoyed that pace of life. And that's okay too. And that's a learning moment for everyone. On the next episode of The Things We Do, Vanessa and I will be discussing the difference between good injectors and great injectors.